I'd like to move now to the last area that I'd like to talk about for part two of our discussion, and that's around transaction monitoring and all the things that we apply towards the discovered data. Can you talk a little bit about what transaction monitoring and the act of monitoring, the types of monitoring that are, are possible or should be out of the box with a business transaction management solution? Yes, this is actually something that that, that we're defining uh, uh, right now because, you know, um, I'm actually supposed, I'm supposed to, to hand it out like in a two weeks. So I, I'm just in it. So it's fresh in my mind. Good. integration uh, are you offering out of the box integrations or are you yes. taking a we'll, we'll send SNMP yeah, yeah, yeah. Tra- SNMP tracks what the Tivoli integration are you sending SNMP traps are you sending EIF formatted events what are you doing for EIF. T- EIF. 
Okay. Um, so the question now is, what is an event? And I think that's the most interesting question, and I've been contemplating about that in the past month or so. So there's the obvious event, which of course we already have, and this is what we already have deployed. Um, and turns out the response time has been exceeding the SLA um, for a specific transaction instance, and uh, for a specific time frame, the overall SLA compliance, which is the number of the, the percent of the transactions which are within the SLA, is also exceeding a threshold. So let's say that 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 your your threshold is that if if for for the past ten minutes I have at least eighty percent of my transactions within an SLA, then don't create an event. And if it's exceeding this eighty percent, then it's not an event. Okay, this is something that we have out of the box. Okay. Which um, is, you know, what you're thinking, BTM transactions, then you should measure response time and see if you have some kind of problem. Yeah, so is it is it also more than that? Is it is it available? Yeah, well, well, what I'm understanding now is it, there's a lot more than that. Availability, that's capacity. Because that's just for measuring the round trip for the transactions, okay? But now there's the topology. We have the entire topology view. So... We can see all the transactions that are flowing through the topology. Now, we have a customer that had this problem that suddenly there was this new deployment of a new version and someone did this, this, this change in configuration and someone wasn't careful enough and suddenly all the traffic <coughs> was rerouted to a development server instead of a production server. And 1,000 users didn't get service. It took them four hours to understand that it was rerouted to the development server, okay? And they didn't have SharePoint deployed over that application, but immediately what they did afterwards is start the process where they came deploying SharePoint to that application. Because what they understood is that we were that instantly being able to see that, because just by you know, seeing that there's a channel of information that is usually handling transactions and standingly it's, 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 there, there are no any transactions. So in our topology view, we're changing these colors. So when there, there's a flow of transactions, everything is green, it's okay, right? But suddenly when, when there are no transactions, it's red or white depending on, on your color settings. So what we understand now that this is an event is for some reason between two different channels, a web and the app, a proxy on the web, an app and a DB, a DB and a DB link, and a message queue, whatever, which is always traffic. Suddenly there is no traffic. This is an event. Correct. Okay? It has nothing to do with, with, with end-to-end latency. Correct. That's with what's happening with your topology. This is an event. Capacity or utilization, yeah. right? I expect, yeah. I expect yeah. a certain yeah. volume. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Another example. You have, we have the graph view. Okay, the graph view we accumulate all the different uh, response times from the different tiers, and you can see like the, the overall average response time for application. Okay, so during high peak moments when everything is slow, if you go to the graph view, you will see this high peak. Okay, now sometimes this high peak is normal. It's something that will always happen. Let's, let's say 9 o'clock in the morning, usually there's a high peak. Uh, 7 o'clock, uh, 5 o'clock uh, afternoon, usually there's a high peak. But sometimes this high peak is caused because of 
Correct. Turn events. Yes. Something that we measure in real time, and we can detect that. We can see that there's this high-consuming transaction or user or server or logical node, which is consuming more than 40% of the resources for this specific time frame. This is an event. This is an event that a PTO solution, you know, can, can report about. So that's, that's this area of, of dynamic thresholding or adaptive monitoring, right? Yes, yes. Only applying that to different metrics. Now, Correct. These are, this is a, 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 new, a new category of metrics which you, which you weren't able to apply dynamic thresholding before, but now if you take a dynamic thresholding concept and you apply it to this new group of metrics, you get this all new bunch of events which actually are the most important and interesting, interesting events that you can have. Yeah, pr- predictive and proactive, yes. Yeah. So how, you know... exactly what I'm trying to define right now. What are these group of events that, that we should expose out of the box automatically for our customers? Not just the, the, the basic you know, uh, transactions exceeding yeah. interracial. Yeah, I think that learning capability that, again, if I'm correct in, in how you're discovering this data passively, you're learning and you're watching, there's got to be some other building blocks there that help you apply these learning models, these statistical models that also incorporate a, some amount of historical knowledge or historical data. What was it like? between 2 and 3 o'clock today compared to yesterday, compared to last week, compared to last month? Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, but in that sense, I don't want to be this, this statistical analysis vendor. I don't want to be an intuitive. Okay. Like, intuitive is what they do, right? And proactiveness is what they did at the bottom. Correct. So there, there are these companies that do this analytics. So I don't want to be that. I want the, the event management system if they bought this intuitive add-on, then great. If not, if they have their own, then great. I want to try to just make sure that I report the events which allow them to do this dynamic threshold and dynamic baseline. Okay. I'm not really sure that it should be part of the scope of of the BTM. I'm not really sure yet. This is something I've actually been, you know, I've been consulting with others. I've been talking with with different CTOs and. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, I think that that's... uh, This event, that it's my responsibility to report, which which are not only around latency, but which are also around utilization. Yeah, utilization, capacity. All all those are going to be key components. And I think, you know, once the, the sexiness of being able to discover and trace and track has... Subsided, it's it's all going to fall into that other area. What I call the analytics and intelligence pieces, right? It's, it's you know how are you going to offer capability to both business and non-business people to to take advantage of that data, to 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 drive questions into the OLAP cube, to to forecast and predict capacity upgrades that are needed, or you know, 
and, and we look to the crystal ball and we look into this area of cloud computing and autonomics and automagic things happening in the data center, how can we now go provision infrastructure capability because we see or we know that the capacity is going to change uh, when we offer this new marketing campaign for a new product and, and how you've got to now respond to that slight change in transaction performance, availability, uh, capability um, to drive changes in the this new autonomic data center or the cloud, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, what I've been thinking is that I should partner for that in, in terms of technology. And, and I already have some some, some uh, partners that have been talking about this idea. Uh, I'm, I'm certain that it's my responsibility to provide these events which are useful for this proactive management and for this, this you know, this new thing that's becoming the cloud, we need to decide, you know, how many resources we need to allocate right now. And I'm, 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 I totally, I'm certain that there is no other way to gain this knowledge without the BTM solution. For, for, for that, I'm sure. Yeah. We were just at the CMG conference, you know, in the last month. And we met with a lot of guys who were their job title is, is capacity planning. And I was always asking them, how do you do capacity planning if you don't have this end-to-end transaction solution? And they said, you know, I guess as usual. And this is exactly that. If you don't have a BTM solution, yes. some sort of thing deployed, then you don't really know your capacity. You don't really know how many transactions are being, being, being processed by your topology. You don't really know they're being processed correctly or not, how many are, are with errors or not, how many are giving, getting high latency or not. You don't really know that. Yeah, all you know is yeah, CPU utilization, memory utilization, and, and response time for a fragment of the end-to-end flow. Exactly, which is not enough for, for a real capacity planning. So what they do is, is they guess, they have this intuition, they have this experience, and whatever they get, they double it by four. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the rule of thumb. But Absolutely. Right now, when it comes to cloud computing, this is funny because I just had this discussion this morning, when, you have, when it comes to cloud computing, then this is not going to be enough. Oh, no. Cloud computing, you need to be able to, to at the, you know, real time, know exactly how much you need to allocate right now. Yep. Not even for a campaign that you've been planning ahead. Because it's all about the load may, may surprise you. It's all about changing the load dynamically and making sure that the service is, is what you're, you're required to provide, right? Right. It's, so how are you going to do that without this kind of, of solution being already deployed? Yeah. So, well, I would encourage you to think yeah. about what you can include in your products and versus partnering. You know that there's really only three vendors who are out there in that space, so that's a it's a as an emerging area as BTM is. So you know, there's probably things that you're going to have to develop internally versus uh, you know partnering and, and trying to get to that point of being. What is that you see a part of intuitive? Well, Natuitive, Proactive Net, which is you know now BMC, and then Integrian. Integrian, Integrian is the the third vendor who really exclusively focus in that proactive, predictive. You know, let me let me collect all the data from those domain tools like IBM, HP, BMC, and then apply 
statistical models to learn about behavior? Yeah, well, we, we did that in our early days, back in 2005. We did some research in that area. You know, we had this, this PhDs, and then we did we did a lot of work around that. I, actually, our first patent is, is around this area. But what we decided later on to to, to focus on the smart engineering, on, on the, the end to end. We think that this is a, a bigger problem. Yeah. And and maybe you know, eventually a BTM solution, a BTM company, as it grows. It, it needs to, to start uh, going to different aspects, right, and, and, and extend their offering. Yeah, I think that's that's the value proposition, I right? Us, I think that for us, it's the, the, the most basic stuff are to extend to the desktop, to the analytics, to the event management, yeah. you know, to yeah. broaden our coverage. And I think but that's... Right now, it's, it's enough. There's enough on our hands just to cover the entire topologies that we see out there as every new customer. And it's gonna take us a while. So all our partners out there can be can relax. We're not gonna change your technology. Right. And we're gonna focus on our transaction management solution and we're gonna make sure that the customers are getting a, a, a total offering, integrated, working and not as, as everybody are used to in the past decade to provide technologies that never work together. Yeah. And I think that's where we are, right? We're in we're in generation one, generation two of this, you know, this new BTM area. As we mature in, in business transaction management, that's going to be again the value proposition. It's going to be which vendor provides more value or capability on top of the fundamental capability of going end to end. Yeah. Well, great. Uh, yeah. Lanier, this is a, a good stopping point uh, for what I wanted to talk about today. We've used all our time. The next discussion that I'd like to talk about is in this area of, of the next generation and how you know business transaction management you know fits into this emerging you know Web 2.0 area, this emerging cloud computing area, or or service oriented architectures, or Ajax, rich internet applications, Flash and Flex, and and how we're going to need business transaction management to evolve to support the emerging things that that the vendors and the analysts are all talking about. Sure, sounds exciting. So I'd like to uh, to uh, focus on that in a in a follow on discussion and and continue to explore you know some of the great things that you guys are doing at CoralSense. Thank you very much. I hope uh, you and your family and your friends and coworkers uh, are safe in the times that are challenging everyone in your part of the world. Again, my thoughts are with you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.